0: Act third of Little Ayolf by Henrik Ibsen translated by William Arthur This is a Librivox recording. All Librivox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit Librivox.org. Act third An elevation overgrown with shrubs in Ormus's garden. At the back a sheer cliff with a railing along its edge, and with steps on the left leading downwards. An extensive view over the fjord which lies deep below. A flagstaff with lines, but no flag, stands by the railing. In front, on the right, a summer-house, covered with creepers and wild vines. Outside it, a bench. It is a late summer evening, with clear sky, deepening twilight. Asta is sitting on the bench, with her hands in her lap. She is wearing her outdoor dress and a hat, has her parasol at her side, and a little travelling bag on a strap over her shoulder. Borgheim comes up from the back on the left. He, too, has a traveling bag over his shoulder. He is carrying a rolled-up flag. Catching sight of Asta.
1: Oh, so you're up here.
2: Yes, I am taking my last look out over the fjord.
1: Then I am glad I happened to come up.
2: Have you been searching for me?
1: Yes, I have. I I wanted to say goodbye to you for the present. Not for good and all, I hope.
0: With a faint smile.
2: You are persevering. A roadmaker has got to be have you seen anything of alfred or of rita yes i saw them both together
1: no apart
2: what are you going to do with that flag Uh, mrs
1: almers asked me to come up and hoist it
2: hoist a flag just now half-mast
1: high she wants it to fly both night and day she says poor rita and poor alfred
0: busied with the flag
1: have you the heart to leave them i i ask because i see you are in traveling dress i must go well if you must then and you are going too tonight I-, I must too i'm going by the train are you going that way no i shall take the steamer
0: glancing at her
1: we each take our own way then yes
0: she sits and looks on while he hoists the flag half-mast high when he has done he goes up to her
1: miss astor y- you can't think how grieved i am about little layoff
2: yes i'm sure you feel it deeply and... The feeling tortures me,
1: for the fact is, grief is not
2: much in my way.
0: Raising her eyes to the flag,
2: It will pass over in time, all of it, all our sorrow. All? Do you believe that? Like a squall at sea. When once you have got far away from here, then—
1: It will have to be very far away indeed.
2: And then you have this great new roadwork, too. But no one to help me in it. Oh, yes, surely you have.
0: Shaking his head.
1: No one, no one to share this gladness with, for it is gladness that most needs sharing. Not the labor in trouble? Pooh, that sort of thing one can always get through alone.
2: But the gladness, that must be shared with someone, you think.
1: Yes, for if not, what would be the pleasure in being glad?
2: Ah, yes, perhaps there is something in that.
1: Oh, of course, for a certain time you can go on feeling glad in your own heart, but... It won't do in the long run. No, it takes two to be glad.
2: Always two. Never more, never many.
1: Well, you see, then it becomes a quite different matter. Miss Asta, are you sure you can never make up your mind to share gladness and success and and labour and trouble with one with one alone in all
2: the world? I have tried it once. Have you? Yes, all the time that my brother that Alfred and I lived together
1: oh with your brother yes but that is altogether different that ought rather to be called peace than happiness i should say
2: it was delightful all the same
1: there now you see even that seemed to you delightful but just think now if he had not been your brother
0: makes a movement to rise but remains sitting
2: then we should never have been together for i was a child then and he wasn't much more
0: after a pause
2: was it so delightful that time oh yes indeed it was
1: was there much that was really bright and happy in your life then
2: oh yes so much you cannot think how much tell me a little about it miss asta oh there are only trifles to tell
1: such as well
2: such as the time when alfred had passed his examination and had distinguished himself and then from time to time when he got a post in some school or other or when he would sit at home working at an article and would read it aloud to me, and then when it would appear in some magazine.
1: Yes, I can quite see that it must have been a peaceful, delightful life. A brother and sister sharing all their joys.
0: Shaking his head.
1: What I cannot understand is that your brother could ever give you up, Asta.
0: With suppressed emotion.
1: Alfred married, you know. Was not that very hard for you?
2: Yes, at first. It seemed as though I had utterly lost him all at once. Well— luckily
1: it was not so bad as that no but all the same how could he
2: go and marry i mean
1: when he could have kept you with him alone
0: look in straight in front of her
2: he was subject to the law of change i suppose the law of change so alfred calls it pooh what a stupid law
1: that must be i don't believe a bit in that law
2: rising you may come to believe in it in time
1: never in all my life but Listen now, Miss Asta, do be reasonable for once, in a way. In this matter, I mean. Oh,
2: no, no. Don't let us begin upon that again.
1: Yes, Asta, I can't possibly give you up so easily. Now your brother has everything as he wishes it. He can live his life quite contentedly without you. He doesn't require you at all. Then this, this, that at one blow has changed your whole position here.
0: With a start
1: what do you mean by that the loss of the child what else should i mean
0: recovering her self-control
1: little
2: ayolf is gone yes
1: and what more does that leave you to do here you have not the poor little boy to take care of you have no duties no claims upon you of any sort
2: oh please mr borgheim don't make it so hard for me i must i should be mad if i did not try my uttermost i shall
1: be leaving town before very long and perhaps i shall have no opportunity of meeting you there perhaps i shall not see you again for a long long time and who knows what may happen in the meanwhile
0: with a grave smile
2: so you are afraid of the law of change after all
1: no not in the least (laughs) and there is nothing to be changed either not in you i mean for i can see you don't care much about me
2: you know very well that i do
1: Perhaps, but not nearly enough. Not as I want you to. By heaven, Asta! Miss Asta, I cannot tell you how strongly I feel that you are wrong in this. A little onward, perhaps, from today and tomorrow, all life's happiness may be awaiting us, and we must needs pass it by. Do you think
2: we will not come to repent of it, Asta? I don't know. I only know that they are not for us, all these bright possibilities.
0: Looks at her with self-control.
2: Then I must make my roads alone. Oh, how I wish I could stand by you in it all, help you in the labor, share the gladness with you. Would you?
1: If you
0: could.
2: Yes, that I would. But you cannot.
0: Look in down.
2: Would you be content
1: to have only half of me? No. You must be utterly and entirely mine.
0: Looks at him and says quietly.
1: Then I cannot good-bye then miss asta
0: he is on the point of going almost comes up from the left at the back borgheim stops the moment he has reached the top of the steps points and says
1: in a low voice
3: is rita in there in the summer-house
1: no there is no
2: one here but miss asta
0: almost comes forward going towards him
2: shall i go down and look for her shall i get her to come up here
0: with a negative gesture
3: no 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 I'll let it alone
0: to borgheim
3: is it you that have hoisted the flag
1: yes mrs Almers asked me to uh, that was what brought me up here
3: and are you going to start to-night
1: yes to-night i go away in good earnest
0: with a glance at esther
3: and you have made sure of pleasant company i dare say
0: Shaking his head
1: i am going alone alone utterly alone indeed and i shall have to remain alone too
3: there is something horrible in being alone the thought of it runs like ice through my blood.
2: Oh, but, Alfred, you are not alone.
3: There may be something horrible in that, too, Asta.
2: Oh, don't talk like that. Don't think like that.
0: Not listening
2: to her.
3: But since you are not going with him, since there is nothing to bind you, why will you not remain out here with me, and with Rita?
2: No, no, I cannot. I must go back to town now.
3: But only into town, Asta, do you hear? Yes and you must promise me that you will soon come out again
2: no no i dare not promise you that for the present
3: well as you will we shall soon meet in town then
2: but alfred you must stay at home here with rita now
0: without answering turns to borgheim
3: you may find it a good thing after all that you have to take your journey alone
1: oh how can you say such a thing
3: you see you can never tell whom you might happen to meet afterwards on the way alfred THE RIGHT FELLOW TRAVELER, WHEN IT IS TOO LATE, TOO LATE.
2: Alfred! Alfred!
0: Looking from one to the other.
1: What is the meaning of this? I, I don't understand.
0: Rita comes up from the left at the back.
4: Oh, don't go away from me, all of you.
0: Go in towards her.
4: You said you preferred to be alone. Yes, but I dare not. It is getting so horribly dark. I seem to see great, open, fixed eyes upon me.
2: What if it were so, Rita? You ought not to be afraid of those eyes. How can you say so? Not afraid,
3: Asta. I beg you, for heaven's sake, remain here with Rita.
4: Yes, and with Alfred too. Do, do, Asta.
3: Struggling with herself.
4: Oh, I want to so much. Well then, do it. For Alfred and I cannot go alone through the sorrow and heartache.
3: Say rather through the ranklings of remorse.
4: Oh, whatever you like to call it, we cannot bear it alone, we two. Oh Asta, I beg and implore you, stay here and help us. Take Eolf's place for us. Eolf's Yes. Would you not have it so, Alfred?
3: If she can and will.
4: You used to call her your little Eolf.
3: Seizes her hand.
4: Henceforth you shall be our Eyolf, Asta. Eyolf, as you were before.
0: With concealed emotion.
3: Remain and share our life with us, Asta with rita with me with me your brother
0: with decision snatches her hand away
2: no i cannot turning mr borgheim what time does the steamer start now at once then i must go on board will you go with me will i yes yes then come
4: ah that is how it is well then you
2: cannot stay with us
0: Throwing her arms round her neck.
2: Thanks for everything, Rita.
0: Goes up to Amos and grasps his hand.
2: Alfred, goodbye. A thousand times goodbye.
3: What is this, Asta? It seems as though you were taking flight.
2: Yes, Alfred, I am taking flight.
3: Flight from me?
2: From you. And from myself.
0: Shrinking back. Ah. Asta rushes down the steps at the back. Borgheim waves his head and follows her rita leans against the entrance to the summer-house almost goes in strong inward emotion up to the railing and stands there gazing downwards a pause turns and says with hard won composure
3: there comes the steamer look rita
4: i dare not look at it
3: you dare not
4: no for it has a red eye and a green one too great glowing eyes
3: oh those are only the lights you know
4: henceforth they are eyes for me they stare and stare out of the darkness and into the darkness
3: now she is putting into to shore
4: where are they mooring her this evening then
3: coming forward at the pier as usual drawing herself up
4: how can they moor her there
3: they must
4: but it was there that Eyolf. how can they moor her there
3: yes life is pitiless rita
4: men are heartless they take no thought Whether for the living or for the dead.
3: There you are right. Life goes its own way, just as if nothing in the world had happened.
0: Gazing straight before her.
4: And nothing has happened either. Not to others. Only to us too.
0: The pain of reawakening.
3: Yes, Rita, so it was to no purpose that you bore him in sorrow and anguish. For now he is gone again and has left no trace behind him.
4: Only the crutch was saved
3: be silent do not let me hear that word
4: oh, i cannot bear the thought that he is gone from us
3: you could very well do without him when he was with us half the day would often pass without your setting eyes on him
4: yes for i knew that i could see him whenever i wanted to
3: yes that is how we have gone and squandered the short time we had with little eof
4: do you hear alfred now it is ringing again
0: looking over the fjord
3: It is the steamer's bell that is ringing. She's just starting.
4: Oh, it's not that bell, I mean. All day I have heard it ringing in my ears. Now it is ringing again.
3: Going up to her. You are mistaken, Rita.
4: No. I hear it so plainly. It sounds like a knell. Slow, slow, and always the same words.
0: Words? What words? Nodding her head in the rhythm.
4: The crutch is floating, the crutch is floating. Oh, surely you must hear it too,
3: shaking his head. I hear nothing, and there is nothing to hear.
4: Oh, you may say what you will, I hear it so plainly.
0: Looking out over the railing.
3: Now they are on board, Rita. Now the steamer is on her way to the town.
4: Is it possible you do not hear it? The crutch is floating. The crutch
3: is—
0: Coming forward.
3: You shall not stand there listening to a sound that does not exist. I tell you, Asta and Borgheim are on board. They have started already. Asta is gone.
0: Looks timidly at him.
4: Then I suppose you will soon be gone too, Alfred.
3: What do you mean by that?
4: That you will follow your sister.
3: Has Asta told you anything?
4: No. But you said yourself it was for Asta's sake that—that we came together
3: yes but you you yourself have bound me to you by our life together
4: oh in your eyes i am not i am not entrancingly beautiful any more
3: the law of change may perhaps keep us together none the less.
0: nodding slowly
4: there is a change in me now i feel the anguish of it anguish yes for change too is a sort of birth
3: It is, or a resurrection, transition to a higher life.
0: Gazing sadly before her.
4: Yes, with the loss of all, all life's happiness.
3: That loss is just the gain.
4: Oh, phrases! Good God, we are creatures of earth after all.
3: But something akin to the sea and the heavens too, Rita.
4: You perhaps, not I.
3: Oh yes, you too, more than you yourself suspect
0: advancing a pace towards him
4: tell me alfred could you think of taking up your work again
3: the work that you have hated so
4: i am easier to please now i am willing to share you with the book why only to keep you here with me to have you near me
3: oh it is so little i can do to help you rita
4: but perhaps i could help you
3: with my book do you mean
4: no but to live your life
0: shaking his head
3: i seem to have no life to live
4: well then to endure your life darkly
0: looking away from her
3: i think it would be best for both of us that we should part
0: looking curiously at him
4: then where would you go perhaps to asta after all
3: no never again to asta where then up into the solitudes
4: up among the mountains is that what you mean yes but that is mere dreaming alfred you could not live up there
3: and yet i feel myself drawn to them
4: why tell me
3: sit down and i will tell you something
4: something that happened to you up there yes and that you never told asta and me yes oh you are so silent about everything you ought not to be
3: sit down there and i will tell you about it
4: yes yes tell me
0: she sits on the bench beside the summer-house
3: I was alone up there in the heart of the great mountains. I came to a wide, dreary mountain lake, and that lake I had to cross. But I could not, for there was neither a boat nor anyone there.
4: Well, and then?
3: Then I went without any guidance into a side valley. I thought that by that way I could push on over the heights and between the peaks, and then down again on the other side of the lake.
4: Oh, and you lost yourself, Alfred
3: yes i mistook the direction for there was no path or track and all day i went on and all the next night and at last i thought i should never see the face of man again
4: not come home to us oh then i am sure your thoughts were with us here
3: no they were not not no it was so strange both you and eyolf seemed to have drifted far far away from me and asta too
4: then what did you think of
3: i did not think i dragged myself along among the precipices and revelled in the peace and luxury of death
0: springing up
4: oh, don't speak in that way of that horror
3: i did not feel it so i had no fear here went death and i it seemed to me like two good fellow-travellers it all seemed so natural so simple i thought In my family we don't live, to be old.
4: Oh, don't say such things, Alfred. You see you came safely out of it, after all.
3: Yes. All of a sudden I found myself where I wanted to be, on the other side of the lake.
4: It must have been a night of terror for you, Alfred. But now that it is over you will not admit it to yourself.
3: That night sealed my resolution, and it was then that I turned about and came straight homewards, to Eyolf.
4: Too late.
3: Yes and then when my fellow traveller came and took him then i felt the horror of it of it all of all that in spite of everything we dare not tear ourselves away from so earthbound are we both of us rita
0: with a gleam of joy
4: yes you are too are you not coming close to him oh let us live our life together as long as we can
3: live our life yes And have nothing to fill life with, an empty void on all sides wherever I look.
4: Oh, sooner or later you will go away from me, Alfred. I feel it, I can see it in your face. You will go away from me
3: with my fellow traveller. Do you mean?
4: No, I mean worse than that. Of your own free will, you will leave me, for you think it's only here with me that you have nothing to live for. Is not that what is in your thoughts?
0: Looking steadfastly at her
3: what if it were
0: a disturbance and the noise of angry crowing voices is heard from down below in the distance almost goes to the raiding.
4: what is that oh you'll see they have found him
3: he will never be found
4: but what is it then
3: coming forward only fighting as usual
4: down on the beach
3: yes the whole village down there ought to be swept away now the men have come home drunk as they always are they are beating the children do you hear the boys crying the women are shrieking for help for them
4: should we not get someone to go down and help them
3: help them who did not help eyolf let them go as they let eyolf go
4: oh you must not talk like that alfred nor think like that
3: i cannot think otherwise all the old hovels ought to be torn down
4: And then what is to become of all the poor people?
3: They must go somewhere else.
4: And the children, too?
3: Does it make much difference where they go to the dogs?
4: You are forcing yourself into this harshness, Alfred.
3: I have a right to be harsh now. It is my duty.
4: Your duty?
3: My duty to Eyolf. He must not lie unavenged. Once for all, Rita, it is as I tell you. Think it over. Have the whole place down there raised to the ground. When I am gone—
4: When you are gone?
3: Yes, for that will at least give you something to fill your life with, and something you must have.
4: There you are right. I must. But can you guess what I will set about when you are gone?
3: Well, what?
4: As soon as you are gone from me, I will go down to the beach and bring all the poor neglected children home with me, all the mischievous boys.
3: What will you do with them here?
4: I will take them to my heart. You? Yes. "'I will. From the day you leave me they shall all be here, all of them, as if they were mine.'
3: "'In our little Eolf's place?'
4: "'Yes, in our little Eolf's place. They shall live in Eolf's rooms, they shall read his books, they shall play with his toys, they shall take it in turns to sit in his chair at table.'
3: "'But this is sheer madness in you. I do not know a creature in the world that is less fitted than you for anything of that sort.'
4: "'Then I shall have to educate myself for it.' to train myself, to discipline myself.
3: If you are really in earnest about this, about all you say, then there must indeed be a change in you.
4: Yes, there is, Alfred. And for that I have you to thank. You have made an empty place within me, and I must try to fill it up with something, with something that is a little like love.
0: Stands for a moment lost in thought, then looks at her.
3: The truth is we have not done much for the poor people down there.
4: We have done nothing for them.
3: Scarcely even thought of them.
4: Never thought of them in sympathy.
3: We who had the gold and the green forests.
4: Our hands were closed to them, and our hearts too.
3: Nuts. Then it was perhaps natural enough after all that they should not risk their lives to save little Eyoth.
4: Think, Alfred. Are you so certain that that we would have risked ours
3: with an uneasy gesture of repulsion you must never doubt that
4: oh we are children of earth
3: what do you really think you can do with all these neglected children
4: i suppose i must try if i cannot lighten and-and ennoble their lot in life
3: if you can do that then eyolf was not born in vain
4: nor taken from us in vain either
0: looking steadfastly at her
3: Be quite clear about one thing, Rita. It is not love that is driving you to this.
4: No, it is not, at any rate, not yet.
3: Well, then, what is it?
4: You have so often talked to Asta of human responsibility.
3: Of the book that you hated.
4: I hate that book still. But I used to sit and listen to what you told her. And now I will try to continue it, in my own way.
0: Shaking his head.
3: It is not for the sake of that unfinished book.
4: No. I have another reason as well.
3: What is that?
0: Softly, with a melancholy smile.
4: I want to make my peace with the great open eyes you see.
0: Struck, fixing his eyes
3: upon her. Perhaps I could join you in that, and help you, Rita? Would you? Yes, if I were only sure I could.
4: But then you would have to remain here.
3: Let us try, if it could not be so.
4: Yes, let us, Alfred.
3: Both are silent.
0: Then Ormus goes up to the flagstaff and hoists the flag to the top. Rita stands beside the summer-house and looks at him in silence. Coming forward again.
3: We have a heavy day of work before us, Rita.
4: You will see that now and then a Sabbath peace will descend on us.
3: Then perhaps we shall know that the spirits are with us
4: the spirits
3: yes they will perhaps be around us those whom we have lost
4: our little elf and your big elf too
3: now and then perhaps we may still on the way through life have a little passing glimpse of them
4: when shall we look for them alfred
0: fixing his eyes upon
4: her
3: upwards
0: nods in approval
4: yes yes Upwards
3: Upwards, towards the peaks, towards the stars and towards the great silence.
0: Giving him her hand. Thanks. End of Act third End of Little Elf by Henry Gibson, translated
1: by William Archer.